Happy Sunday, my lovely congregation, and welcome back to Pussy Church. I'm Laura, an erotica writer and the creator of Tales of Laura, which you can find at talesoflaura.com and at Tales of Laura on Instagram. And today we are back with sex and dating in the age of COVID-19 and the history of erotic sculptures. Every week on the show, we'll sing the gospel, which is all about sex news. We'll worship an erotic artist, and we'll hear some confessions, really questions, and sex stories from you guys. Let's dive in. Amen. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Pussy Church. Welcome to Pussy Church. Welcome. <laughs> um, Sorry, we're going stir crazy. We are. We are. So we're actually. Oh, who am I here with? Oh, Mona D. Baker. Mona D. Baker on the other side of the world, basically. We, I know. Um, we're online communicating like good citizens. Yes, we're being socially responsible. <laughs> Absolutely. Blessed be the pussy. He is risen. May she open to your touch. Hey. Hey, in these trying times. We were just talking about this earlier, so obviously we have to talk about it now. Um, it is a pretty crazy time right now in this world. Yeah, um, for, for everyone, it seems. For everyone, it seems, yeah. For people who don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the coronavirus caused a disease called COVID-19, and it's ravaging this globe. Um, but this is why we are separated right now. And right, exactly. why many people are in quarantine. And since this is a sex podcast, we want to talk about like things that <laughs> pertain to sex. And right, actually, exactly. it really actually makes a huge difference, right? Because now you're stuck in your house and like, how are you going to date? How are you going to have yeah. sex? How are yeah, you going to deal with your partner? Yeah, it affects both people who are single and people in relationships. Either if you're single, dating is kind of put on hold. And if you're... If you're in a relationship, you're either spending all your time with your partner and that, that can <laughs> that can change things too. Absolutely. But, we, were, we were just talking about this. Me, I just started seeing somebody a little bit more seriously and we were talking about um, quarantining together. And then right. be my quarantine. Um, <laughs> so weird. These times that we live in. But so we hadn't... We've been seeing each other maybe for three months, and it's that's a really yeah. short time to be like, oh, now we're together twenty four seven, and we're hanging out, you know, yeah. and fucking a lot. <laughs> and it, I think the first few days, like I'm just, I imagine this for myself. I'm like, the first few days are gonna be great, right? Because you are in this phase of your relationship where all you want to do is hang out and talk and fuck and just have right. fun. Um, yeah, and, and you can't get en- get enough of each other, so it's like a good time. But then, since you don't know this person yet. After a few days, it can become like a complete disaster. Totally. Like if they have weird quirks that like if you have pet peeves and they they have weird quirks that drive you nuts. Like yeah, it's just little like, things. I think like it, if they're not clean like person. Are, like, yeah, you're fast forwarding into a relationship basically <laughs> that you haven't established yet. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that could go one of two ways. Like either you could fall madly in love, make children and be married by the end of the quarantine or, or you, you can end up other. hating each other's <laughs> guts. But is it bad enough to where where you are? Like if if you guys weren't in a good place, could you not leave? Well, I mean, so what actually happened is that I had to leave 
town yeah. um, because of COVID-19. So it we are not quarantining together. But right. yes, we had we had two apartments. So yes, we could have done it, you know, so that okay. at some time somebody leaves. But I mean, you know, you don't know how bad it gets, right? If you're really not supposed to drive. And he lived on the other side of town, which in LA is pretty fucking far away. Right, um, yeah. So who knows, you know, when they were saying like, oh, maybe we'll like um, shut down the highways or whatever the hell. So yeah, you could have been stuck yeah. but, I <laughs> together. Mean, <laughs> we could have, but we are not now. So now there's another aspect of like people who are completely single, right? Yeah. So um, the scenario that is like, okay, so I'm alone. What am I going to do? So there's people going on first dates on FaceTime. That's that sounds so awkward. It is so funny. They're like pouring like a glass of wine and they're just hanging out with their computer, like over their computers and oh getting to gosh. know each other that way. But in yeah. my mind, I'm like the scenario is so funny because I'm like, okay, so wait, you're gonna start doing that. What so you dig each other, right? The conversation is great, you're getting drunk yeah. together. Then maybe second, third date, you're gonna <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have phone sex yeah or facetime sex facetime sex you see each other naked like you're <laughs> you're coming for each other like i don't know what the fuck's happening in this scenario oh my god <laughs> that, that could be like the biggest tease ever like the Amazing. talk about build up <laughs> yeah. oh my god but then after four weeks of quarantine it's the first time you meet this is reality show central right first right, time totally. you meet in real in real life and what if you don't like the person then? Ex well, exactly. Like, what if you don't like the way they smell or they're a bad kisser? But well, like, sex horrible. <laughs> you don't he, know. Well, yeah, <laughs> obviously. But I, I don't know. Like, a part of that seems kind of lovely because sometimes people go on a first date and end up fucking right away. So I think True. it's kind of nice to have an opportunity to get to know someone and really know if you like this person or not. At least totally. in a, a conversational sense, and then go from there. It could be cute in the sense that it's such a weird situation that we are all in that you can right. kind of bond over the fact, you know, that we're like, "How fucking crazy is this?" We're hanging yeah. out on a first date and we're just having wine or something. Right. I mean, or I think the whole world has something in common right now. This yeah. virus, so like that could bring people together. And you have quite a lot of time, so you could like hang out with that person quite a bit online. Right. Yeah. You could. <laughs> <laughs> could do a book club, you know. Right, exactly. But on the on the flip side, like for people in relationships, if you're spending all your time together, that could end up in a lot of breakups, you know, like if totally. you're living in the same house or it could end up in a lot of babies. Well, yeah, this is what we're saying, right? In, in a sense, like I think I think it depends on the space you live in. <laughs> Right. <laughs> if it's tiny, 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 it's like a shoebox New York apartment. This yeah. is going to be really rough on your relationship, right? <laughs> For sure. If you have to be there 24-7, you, you're going to get angry at each other no matter how much you love each other nearly, I feel like. Yeah. But if you exactly. have like a bigger space with like maybe some outdoorsy areas, he, it could be lovely. Yeah. Like for me in particular um, – with my boyfriend we've just been been spending a lot of like really lovely quality time together like doing things we wouldn't normally do like 
lay around reading mm. separately, but laying around reading and like playing games and going for walks and like cooking dinner together. It's been, it's actually been really nice and I think beneficial for our relationship because both of us are out of work currently. So we have yeah. a lot of time to spend quality time together. It's actually been really nice. See, yeah, that's, I mean, that's like the most amazing part of it, right? Like that's the ideal scenario that can come out of this. Or I mean, yeah. You meet your next husband or a wife because you're doing some right. weird FaceTime sex, you know? But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, which has happened to me already a couple times and also to some friends of mine, is, okay, so I'm going to set up the scenario really quick. So, <laughs> you're single. Yeah. Um, and the FaceTime dating is not really a thing. And right. you can't imagine not having sex for four weeks. Or you don't, and you can't go on a first date because nobody wants to do that at the moment. Yeah, who, exactly. Who are you gonna hit up? Your vibrator? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, what have sex? I mean, <laughs> real human okay, okay. sex. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, your, I mean, your ex probably. Which yes. Oh, ding ding no. ding ding ding. Your ex. I had a couple people hit me up last week. Like, how, how's your quarantine going? What are you up to? This one guy, oh, I mean, it must have been a half joke, but he's like, we should quarantine together. And I'm like, mm, I'm kind of seeing somebody. Like, this is not really. Oh, <laughs> he's like, we can make yeah. babies. <laughs> like, I broke up with you for a reason, dude. No, that please don't get like, don't get pulled under that trap. Of course oh. not. Oh, my God. First of all, I'm far away. Second of all, I don't want to have a baby with my ex. Like, that sounds like a ridiculous <laughs> proposition. <laughs> no. But yeah, just people in general try and avoid that situation. No, but my, a guy friend of mine, too, he was hit up by his ex from like six months ago. And she was like, I miss you in the times of Corona. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. It's so funny to me. There's Because there's a meme... It's um, the musician Future, right? He's texting. Yeah. And there's just weird things he's texting to girls because of the coronavirus. Right. And, and one of them was like, is missing you a symptom? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, fuckboy central. Oh, my God. Wow. Please, somebody if, use if, this. Yeah. If I'm being completely candid and honest um my boyfriend and i almost broke up right before all this happened like <gasps> before everything went crazy we almost split up so can you imagine like going Holy through a breakup shit. while you have to be quarantined and missing that person but not being able to see any of your friends like i'm glad we patched things up and actually this this time has helped us rebuild a relationship, really, but it could have been really bad. Okay, that is horrible. <laughs> yeah. That's like that worse than being was... single and hitting up your ex. That's just Yeah, like... like if you're going through a breakup utterly alone. <laughs> Where all you need is your friends and get drunk, probably. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or I mean, new dick and you can't have any of this. Right. So I'm glad it. this has actually been particularly nice for me because we decided like, okay, we're going to try and put in work, but this time has let us spend quality time together it's actually been really beneficial well actually in some weird way like it, ga it gave you the space and everything to to invest more into your relationship right exactly it's actually kind of exactly. weird like 
that's an interesting twist of fate in some kind of a sense. Yeah, yeah, very interesting scenario, but I'm glad it ended up the way it did and not the other way because that would have been awful. Oh, totally. You know, it's, yeah. but it's so fascinating too, another little statistic is that the the sales of sex, to- sex toys have spiked worldwide. Really? Yeah. Because I think a lot of a lot of chicks are like, fuck this shit. I'm gonna fuck myself. And I'm not gonna <laughs> <Totally>. try to <laughs> I'm not gonna try to get a fucking virus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it, it makes complete sense. It's interesting how this situation is changing so many aspects of our daily life. Absolutely. As well. Do you well. think that most couples are gonna have tons of because okay, so my first thought, because my my ideal scenario for this whole situation is I'm being quarantined with somebody that I want to fuck all the time and just fuck as much right. as I can, clearly, right? Yeah. Like, so I have like a whole right. little fantasy. It's me, so clearly. <laughs> um, so I was thinking about this. So I was like, I'm assuming in my head that every couple that's at home is just like fucking all day long, basically. But then I saw the study that YouGov did, YouGov.com or whatever, and they said that mm-hmm. only 5% of people were saying that they're going to have sex while they're quarantined. That is what? so low. It can't even be real. No. Right? It's so low. I mean, maybe. Well, I, wa- I, wonder, I wonder if that was just polling people who aren't already in a relationship. Maybe. Like, have sex with, like, not that strangers, be, but. I know. Yeah. Strangers. <laughs> <laughs> just finding people on the street and pushing them into the bushes. No, like, uh, gonna date and have sex. I mean, because that's uh, otherwise. That's so, that otherwise, it's is so, so low, wrong. right? Yeah. No, that'd be nuts. Yeah, I mean, no. I feel like, but at, at the same time, maybe it's a bit of an idealized version. Your relationship is probably not going to change massively, right? It's going to put on, a t- you're put on a test, basically. Yeah, for sure. But um, maybe not everyone's as crazy as me and thinks this would be like a sex marathon. <laughs> oh, no, no. I, th- I think that's a common perception because like there's the, jer- the joke that 2020 is going to be the great toilet paper shortage and 2021 is going to be the great diaper shortage just because everyone's going to be having babies like the that fuck boy or whatever who is like hey let's quarantine together and let's make yeah. a baby i'm like first of all <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> oh man yeah no don't do that <laughs> definitely not We're going to go to our gospel section. Our gospel. Gospel. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're getting better. Are we? I don't know. Maybe. My my singing is horrible. So gospel is sex news um, from the prior week. And for us, really, like, it's today because it's still happening and going on. Right. The website Guest of a Guest published an article on Friday titled The Beginner's Guide to Phone Sex. Because. because How apropos. Yeah. <laughs> we have to have more phone sex at this point. Right. First of all, you're meeting somebody new, which that's probably the most rare situation with the phone sex situation. And you want to have phone sex. Or you're in a relationship. You know, your partner had to go somewhere else and you're separated. Yeah. Like me, for example. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see what's going to Four weeks. No, I'm just kidding. We'll see how this is going to go. <laughs> My God. Can you imagine? <laughs> I looked up um, several tips and ways to have phone sex. Oh, I'm and, intrigued. And a lot of tips are from phone sex operators. 
amazing. Yes. Wow. Can you imagine like- that being your job? <laughs> amazing. I mean, completely crazy. Can you imagine you like are super like, I don't know, in a bummed out mood and then you have to like, I don't know, do some <laughs> phone sex. Oh my God. I, I mean, it, not do that. it is a job. I mean, it's like being, it's like an actor, you know, you're being right. an actress. Yeah. True. I'm yeah, yeah. Voice act. Yeah. Crazy. And so there's a lot of Reddit articles, so I went a little crazy. So most of the stuff is a little straightforward, but then there was some ideas that I never thought about, and I think some of them are also kind of bad. So I think we're going <laughs> to... Okay. All right. We're going to see what, what's viable and what's not. Exactly. So we're going to do that. So in general, phone sex, right? We're going to talk about phone sex, and then at the end, we're going to talk a little bit about FaceTime sex, because it's different if there's video. Right. For sure. But so the traditional phone sex, the the question I think that everyone's kind of like where you start at is like how to approach it, right? With your partner. Right. So, I mean, I think most of the time you're already sexting or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think but phone that's sex is not these the days first. that's where, yes, yeah, it's, it's probably starts with sexting these days. I mean, that's what I would think. I wouldn't just like be like, call somebody up. This was actually one tip that I find so horrible. It was like, just call your partner up out of the blue and start fo- like the phone sex situation. I'm like, no, no, do not do that. How weird. The person's no. at the supermarket and you're like, so you know what I want you to do? <laughs> <laughs> Go find a banana. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so weird i mean this is something no. somebody else gets off on you know but i mean I'm, I'm i'm assuming more traditional phone sex probably starts with like some sexting or whatever yeah there needs to be some build up before you yeah talk on the phone i think yeah and then we're talking about this um you know talking about that you should talk about it beforehand a little bit that you want to do it which i have never done this so specifically because several tips online were a little bit more about talk about your boundaries talk about what you're into beforehand kind of set mm. the rules of the games and that's interesting just, i've never had phone sex like this before where where before that i had a long conversation about how i wanted it to be right i mean it it depends if if you're someone who's a little more timid and maybe not used to it by setting some parameters that kind of gives you guidelines of where to navigate that conversation yeah. i guess but um yeah i i am all i i hate phone sex <gasps> you do yeah i i i'm just not good at i'd rather actually act out what i want than i'm i'm bad at saying it aloud so what like for you facetime sex be better because it's more about the visuals I get I'm I I prefer just texting. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm boring. Like I I'm a lot more eloquent writing than I am speaking <laughs> like- in that sense cuz I I think I get self-conscious if I'm like But there is some tips just- for you. There's actually oh, okay. some tips right. for you that make that I mean, you might still not like it, but there's some tips for you to get like I think one of the um well, just to like the planning ahead, I think was a lot about like telling your partner if you would like to watch them pleasure themselves or mm. if you want them to watch while you do it and like the way right. just what you're into. But I feel like when you're texting or sexting, you're already kind of getting into that direction, right? Of like right. what you exactly. would like to do on the phone. Um, yeah. But so one of the things was for the like mental preparation was, was like the phone sex operator said, create a character. 
Oh, interesting. So they said, quote, I suggest picking a persona name to use. It can be easier to slip into character when you're using one. Who will you be? What's your name? What do you like in bed and out? Flesh out your phone actress persona. Oh, I, I kind of like that because then I'm less self-conscious. Yeah, I and guess. it's not like it's not yeah. you, right? Like in some kind of a sense, right. you can make up your little story for yourself or your little character right. that you're playing. Like nearly like a yeah, role yeah. play. Okay, I, I like that. That makes me feel a little bit more comfortable about it like that. I kind of like that idea. Right? It's kind of like, I thought yeah. it was kind of cool because then it's also taken out of the realm of like who you are, right? Right. Even though like, you're probably going to, you're going to be inserting your own desires into that course. character, obviously, but you might feel less <laughs> self-conscious about it. Can you it. imagine super masochistic? You're just putting desires in that you don't have. <laughs> so weird I want to beat you with a bat (laughs) exactly put me in a furry costume Um, (laughs) yeah right no but so that was that was a good tip I thought that was kind of interesting and then it said turn yourself on you know first yeah you know which which makes a lot of sense like I feel like if let's say you have a date on on, like phone sex date that you start getting excited by yourself maybe you already start masturbating just to get into that space where you're not that's, so heady, you know? Yeah, that's a good tip, too. Because otherwise, like, when you're trying to say, like, yeah, I'm going down on you and your dick's sliding down the back of my throat. Like, if you just <laughs> say that cold without actually being warmed up. And you're, like, like you're <laughs> cooking food or something. You're not yeah, even, like, like, really into it. Yeah, because then, then it's just, yeah, I don't like the feeling of it if it's forced, you know? No, I mean, also, when you're not feeling it, it's so weird. I mean, if. You know, I mean, yeah. I've, I've had phone sex before quite a bit and like I've it's always kind of gone from came from that place of me being turned on and me already kind of masturbating because for me, otherwise I'd be super self-conscious. I'd be like if I'm just sitting on my couch working on my computer and then suddenly right. I have to like turn it on. That's like so fake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think in most scenarios where I've like attempted phone sex it's been in kind of in that scenario like someone's like let's just do this and like okay and so you start from like a place where you're not turned on and it's just like a lot of like yeah and then I'm doing this to you and like obviously oh I my put God, more that effort is but... so funny yeah yeah so clearly that's like it's also so awkward because I think then you have to think about these things in such a like technical manner instead of it being like totally. naturally what you're feeling Right. So I think the tip of like warming yourself up a bit beforehand is very smart. <laughs> Clearly. Somebody else also said that um, you should sh- kind of like treat it as a date and maybe even like wear something sexy um, to kind of like get yourself in the mood, even if there's no video. I mean, even better f- with video, probably. Yeah. But just something that makes you feel like you're actually there with that person or you want to be sexy yeah. for yourself. And you're not just in your sweatpants. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, you can. Um, right. Yeah. No rules there, but um, it might but make, I like that idea too. Right, it makes you feel a bit yeah. different about yourself or something. Right. Exactly. So now there's a question I have for you. Okay. Um, some people say you should. I mean, you can do whatever the hell you want, really, right? But some people say you should, um, really explore your fantasies and like maybe even things that you would never want to try in real life. During hmm. phone sex. Hmm. I mean, maybe like 
like we said with having a character, it could be interesting to kind of talk about, like, act out some stuff that you wouldn't think you'd be in, and maybe you'd be surprised, like, oh, actually, like, this is really turning me on. Like, it's it's a platform yeah. to explore if you want. That's true, actually. But I just fun- found it so funny because they were talking about um, sex fantasies and, like, you're pretending, like, role play, right? You're doing right. role playing phone sex, and then it's like, oh, pretend like you're having sex in space. And I just imagined this, and I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm so turned off. This is like the practicalities of like fleshing out that scenario over the phone are so unsexy to me that I was just like, oh, is this getting so heady? I'll I'll interject one one thought in in terms of like someone who might not be as comfortable with having phone sex, like space that's a little ridiculous but what if you created a scenario like we're in public and Mm. we have to like find a way to have sex like just to give it some i think giving it some parameters just rather than just like oh we're we're both in bed and we're starting from there like i love the idea of a build-up like we're in public you caress my leg and i get somebody could see you and like yeah it's a little bit like the audio porn stuff right yeah, right? giving it giving it some context so it's just yeah. not starting in you you're not starting in bed already. Like something like, like the waiter is coming while your hands like, you know, yeah, um, yeah. down like my I, pants. I find that sexy. Yeah. yeah, that's super sexy. So that kind of a scenario can totally see. Just like the I, yeah. I guess like the most outlandish <laughs> fantasies of was like, what the fuck? Like I'm going to spend yeah, way more time trying sex. to imagining this stupid <laughs> scenario <laughs> than for, for sure. real concentrating but yeah that's actually super sexy i think the public sex situation is super sexy maybe you can do a little bit oh i saw actually something that was a bit about a sub dom situation Mm. where um one person would take what like dictate what the other person could touch themselves and how oh cool yeah that was super hot it was like okay you know like start rubbing yourself now hold off right like don't come yet like all of these things uh, yeah i like that thought like giving them instructions of what they're allowed to do that's incredibly super hot and i mean that could even go into like going to your hallway you don't have to go into your hallway but you know whatever (laughs) (laughs) don't it's COVID 19 don't go into your hallway (laughs) um (laughs) but just these kind of things i think are more interesting role play things i guess yeah exactly I, I i like that i think that's really cool but yeah also somebody was saying or another of the another phone sex operator like literally <laughs> um was it's like amazing they were saying um practice in your car <laughs> practice your voice you know like so there's a couple another a couple of phone sex operators that said different things one said don't change your voice right like don't put on like a really different voice than yours yeah that's i mean that sounds also kind of weird can you imagine your partner being like whoa like good yeah it's exactly how it would be as a guy i'd be like whoa. um but why would you you know like have a completely different voice it makes it so seem so fake probably Right. But then another tip is to like practice maybe in the shower or in your car or whatever, like different ways of announcing things or like, you know, pr- being a little more sultry. You don't need to change yeah, your whisper, whole voice. But yeah. yeah. Be more playful or commanding or like just like practice right. your voice a little bit. 
Right. Like when I'm I'm sure when you read your erotic stories, you put oh. on a little bit of a persona, <laughs> you know, like you, you get a little more sultry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think that's acceptable and sexy. But I do turn myself on actually before I do it sometimes. Right. Yeah, 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 because I mean, it, it helps sense. me. It helps me to like get into that space because I mean, I also laugh about it. And I think that right. should be something that should be absolutely acceptable when you're on the phone. It gets too ridiculous that you just start laughing with your partner. You know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't need to be completely serious. <laughs> Can you imagine? No, but so, oh, practical things to consider. What do you need, right? Probably a sex toy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. And maybe some loop or something. Make sure the sex toy is charged. <laughs> I thought of this and I was like, haha, that's true. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> that's funny. And maybe some music in the background if you want it. Even though that might be distracting, yeah. depending. It could, yeah, but if it's just some like instrumental stuff that could help set the mood. Right. So maybe they feel yeah. even. So, so make it, I guess, with the like, whole turning turn off the on. lights and, and light some candles. Like, yeah. Make your environment sexy. Yeah. And then at, at the end, you're going to video call anyways because everything looks so cute. You're like, this is such a waste. Right? <laughs> <laughs> everything looks better in candlelight. It's true. <laughs> Very true. Um, but so those are some practical things to consider. Um, and then also one of the phone sex operators said, don't rush it. And this is um, was interesting because I was like, is this annoying or not? But she said, mm. don't rush it. This is the ultimate tease. You can hear your voice describing every movement and deciding what you touch. Take your time with them. Build up the pressure as long as possible. And don't be afraid to ease off for a few minutes before going back at it. The delay technique will drive your partner absolutely wild. Mm, interesting. I mean, I like I like the idea of build up, and that's true in a physical sense if you guys are together as well. But I, I th you're not just going to completely stop the conversation midway for no, two no, no. minutes. You can, I mean, you're not going to be like, okay, let's. Stop for a right, minute. But I, th I think they mean like letting off a little bit. Like say you're you're saying you're about to go down on him, but then you then you slide, and I am ki I'm kissing your thigh or like moving my way down your leg and coming back up type of thing. Like you just have to be careful that it doesn't get boring, right? Like yeah, exactly. Because I mean, I imagine this on the other end, always depending on how, I mean, how you're gonna use your toy and whatever. Oh, but you know what you can use the um that remote control vibrator oh yeah there you go so yep someone could control it through yeah an app and that's amazing yeah, so definitely. there's um there's we vibe actually that's one of the mm. the ones that i actually have which is a remote control vibrator and your partner can control it through an app through wi-fi so he can be on the other side of the world theoretically and um right. or the other he she whatever and the other person, so they're controlling kind of your interaction Experience. with them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which that's yeah. super Which, sexy. While you're on oh, the phone. Totally. Have you done that? I haven't. Not while I was on the phone. No, I think we've, we, I, I had one with a previous partner and I think we did it like while texting or ah, like, yeah, yeah. I would just wear it out and he'd he would not be with me and just like be using it like say that i'm going to the so grocery funny. store i love that <laughs> yeah a little crazy no but that's such a good like such a good toy to use i think in this like situation especially totally 
I mean, the totally. only thing you'd probably have to figure out is like how you're going to send the, the parts to each other if you really can't see each other anymore or whatever. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to like mail the remote. No, you don't have to mail the remote. They, they, um, oh, you, they just have to get the app through an app. Yeah. You just ah, have an app. So, then so yeah. Super if, easy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I love this. Okay. Some, <laughs> some other, some other tips for the way you should talk, which I thought was very funny because I think often it's kind of like how you're supposed to say all these things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this phone operator said, make sure your language is action oriented. Shove that, shake those, grab, hold, and twist. Push it in, push it in, weigh in. Oh, wow. Now it's getting sexy. Uh, wow. Um, <laughs> anyway, she's just saying you should use... Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Spread it wider. You know, like all this shit. I can't well, even like... It's, it's getting... Yeah, it's getting definitely... <laughs> Anyways, so give... This sounds very commanding, right? But in some kind of a sense, right. action-oriented. So these things should happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Give oh, you some move. direction. Yeah. I like that. And there's another, there's another template um, that um, this woman wrote about. And she said, also phone sex operator. I use a list of fill-in-the-blank sentences like dirty Mad Libs. For example... I love it when you blank my blank. I also keep a list of synonyms for common body parts, adjectives and verbs that might come up during phone sex. You don't want to say my pussy is wet 20 times. <laughs> wow. It's <laughs> really preparing. I mean, it's her job. Let's like be real, right? Like, yeah, she's a professional. Right. Uh, I just don't think because then it, it kept on going and it was another couple of tips where they said you should go really crazy on the adjectives. And I was like, no, you should not. No, that would take like w- when I'm reading a book that's too overly wordy and you can tell like they're just trying too hard, like that takes me out of it. So I think the same would apply during that. No, yeah. Fun sex. It's just if you're like coming up with some random names for your like genitals or something, I think it's just like it takes you out of it. And yeah. Right. Oh, so this was it. It was um, one of the kind of dumb tips, I think, was use more adjectives. <laughs> and they were saying use unexpected words. And for example, mm. there was something, where is this? Um, is she sipping at your teacup titties or motorboating your stupendous boobs? Talk about your cunt snatch coos hole and his dick prick stick. And I was like, <clears throat> no! <laughs> oh God. Wow. None of these things. They're way too complicated and really uncomfortable to hear. Yeah. No, that's too ridiculous. No, I mean, I'm just... Keep it a little more simple, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't (laughs) have to make a... No. Don't overthink it. No vocabulary list needed. You know what I mean? No. (laughs) I mean, Jesus Christ. The only thing that I was... What I thought was interesting is what they kept on bringing up was that you maybe should talk about what somebody's comfortable with like name calling wise right Mm. because it's such a verbal situation that you're in right like somebody likes to be called a dirty slut somebody does not right oh yeah yeah right that makes sense so maybe could instantly turn off a conversation yeah Yeah. somebody could be like oh that doesn't turn me on that's really not what i like or whatever exactly so maybe you can do that um 
which there's another thing that I read where people were using the word detour. So when somebody something happened during phone sex that I didn't like, they were like, detour, but let's do something else. Even yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it gets a little technical, maybe. Yeah, I because I mean, I guess I could see that working because you're kind of diverting the situation without being rude, like saying like, okay, like let's change subject. Yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, what apparently works really well is talk if, if this is somebody you've like hooked up with before, obviously, is mm-hmm. um to build on existing memories. Ooh, yeah. So like remember yeah. when we were there and there and like whatever, you got really oh. hard in the jacuzzi. Mm. What if I would have blown you there in front of everybody? I don't know, whatever. I'm just making up some shit. That's that's cool. I mean, yeah, that that makes sense. I think I could and for someone who might not be as comfortable just coming up with something out of the blue, like that's a good place to start too. Right. But also also maybe because it can turn you on since you've been at that, you know, I exactly. mean, I've had, I've had that with sexting a lot with partners where mm. they would mention things that happen like, oh, my God. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. I can't I can't stop. On, yeah. yeah. You can't stop thinking about this and this and this and the way you right. were there. And so I think that actually is a pretty good way of going because then you also can build on something you're not completely lost in like a new scenario or something like that totally yeah so for the end of this little thing Uh we're gonna do video so what's important when you do facetime video sex (laughs) let's make make this clear sex (laughs) uh looking cute looking cute looking cute the lighting the lighting right? is important. Yeah, where you decide to place your computer or phone. The angles. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah for <laughs> sure. Um, I mean, I think actually the the computer, if you're really going full on with it, the computer is kind of nicer than the phone or you lean the phone against something because when you have to hold it all the time, it's kind of annoying. Yeah, I think the computer would be better. But I guess the only difference with the phone is that you can move it. You more. can move it over your body or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. true. One I mean, one thing that they said is that the difference with the video situation is that you can't lie about anything, <laughs> so you can't be like, "I'm touching myself and not touching yourself." Uh, <laughs> yeah, which is yep. what you can do in phone sex, right? You can like exactly. That's why phone sex yep. operators are what like showing, doing like crocheting or something, right? <laughs> Can you imagine if you were just knitting one? Honestly, I'm sure somebody has done it. They're just like, you know, who knows? Oh, yeah. They're like looking through a magazine while saying like, yeah, and then I do. Yeah. Anyway. Even though that's nuts. I don't know if I can concentrate. Like, you know, if I could multitask like this. Well, if you're a professional. It's very true. You probably have like a script that you're just used to saying at that point. This is like this girl was saying right earlier. She's like, I love it when you blank my blank. Yeah, clearly. That's a script. Yeah, no. yeah. I mean, you can fill in things that you actually like. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> what would you What would you prefer? Um, I know you're not a huge phone sex person, but would you rather yeah. do phone sex or FaceTime video sex? Mm, maybe FaceTime video because then it's it's less. Like it's less of an act because mm-hmm. you're actually seeing each other and like actually turning each other on. I don't, uh, I don't know. That's hard for me to. I think I dislike both of them equally. <laughs> oh my god, you're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I get the feeling of it being weird, but I think it always really depends on your on the partner. Yeah, I um, think with these and tips, the dynamic. Like the, yeah, I think with the tips that you mentioned, like that, I can see scenarios where I could actually enjoy it. But the the, the ways I have carried it out in the past have just felt felt like I'm I'm not getting much out of it, and I'm just performing for the other person. Oh, but if I make if 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 I make sure that I'm setting myself up to a point where I'm enjoying it as well, then it doesn't feel as awkward to me, you know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I'm I've never been the one who's requested it or proposed mm, it, yeah, so yeah. I always feel like I'm putting on an act for someone, and it being not authentic just it always feels uncomfortable to me. But I think setting up a scenario or like all, a bunch of the tips that you spit out. Um, <laughs> Uh, we're helpful. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Noah Swallow. I'm just kidding. Um, but what, what do you what do you what do you prefer? Um, I mean, honestly, I mean, I've done I've and... done both, but I actually like video a little bit better because then I don't have to talk all the time and I don't have to go step by step every move. Right. Exactly. And I can like kind of tease a little bit, like with my body, and it's it's. I don't know. There's like something about that that's like revealing and kind of sexy to me. Um, yeah, because if you're if you're explaining the whole situation the whole time, you kind of you maybe you're distracted from like pleasing yourself at the same time. I you think know? so. It's like I, I would be yeah. stuck in my head a little bit. I think, um, especially if we're. I don't know. It probably depends um, how it goes. But actually, what I have not done and I would totally want to do is having him watch me masturbate. Or the oh, other way around. Yeah. I've I've done that with people over the phone. Yeah, I mean it, it's been. <laughs> a, I think <laughs> your excitement is so low. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, lucky you. You're not single during Corona. <laughs> like I, I think in that situation, I pr- prefer like recording a video and sending it to them mm. as opposed like. Otherwise, I think I feel a little oh, pressure. I, 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 yeah, pressure. Oh, if they're not doing anything, yeah, you're right. I mean, but maybe, and they're just sitting there watching you, like. Well, but maybe little... if they, but maybe, what if they give you? Well, what if they have the remote? Or what if they give you? If they were giving me instructions, instructions, or something. yeah. yeah. It, otherwise, if it's just like silent and they're just watching <laughs> you do things, no, that'd be so weird. You're just like, okay, are you still there? Are you reading your text messages, or are you like watching me masturbate? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm assuming in some kind of a sense that person is probably gonna start masturbating too. Um, well, yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming you'd hope so. Clear. <laughs> <laughs> you would hope, hope so. Otherwise, you're not you're doing like, a good you're job. clearly not doing something cute at this moment. It's not right, happening. Exactly. And we're gonna go to our worship section Ooh, now. The worship. What are we worship. worshiping this week? Worship is erotic art, and today, today, we're going to talk about erotic sculptures through history. Oh, boy. Mm. I, I've, I've looked through some of the stuff we're talking about. There's some crazy stuff out there. There is, and there always has been, it seems like. <laughs> yeah. For, yeah. As long as exactly. humankind has existed. So, I mean, we've talked a lot about erotic art throughout the ages and everything before, pussy art, dick art, but we've never really focused on... <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Welcome to Pussy Church, everybody. <laughs> pussy heart, dick art. Real like highbrow would, over here at Pussy Church. Exactly. If this is like a real, actually, category of art history. But um, anyways, it is now. Uh, the erotic sculptures, I just like, I found so many lately that are, you know, I've posted some on my account as well. Um, mm. And I was just like, oh, interesting. I just want to kind of see what's out there. What's What's that that art history in that sense right and there's yeah. like wild shit i mean wild sculptures as people have made yes but we get to start with pan copulating with a goat yo yo <laughs> found in pompeii italy <laughs> that was that's crazy i mean it's it's oh. pan who's half man half goat and Correct. just has a goat on its back and you can see it actually like <laughs> penetrating the goat. It's really, it's graphic. Maybe you'd say, yeah, but yeah, but also just like bestiality. It's like a little uncomfortable. I mean, but it is actually kind of interesting. So, okay, Pan is the Greek god of um, uh, fertility and um, basically of having sex. I guess I'm just kidding, but um, like a very sexual god, right? Right. And he's having sex, but if I. The thing is, though, he's half goat. Right. So, is he half allowed to fuck a goat? I don't know. (laughs) Are we getting into a conversation about bestiality right now? Oh, boy. Well, Uh, yeah, yeah, he's half allowed to fuck a goat. I mean, I guess it would look equally as weird if he was fucking a human. I I I don't know. Really, though, right? It would probably look a little less weird if he was fucking a human. Exactly. Because, yeah. Just because we're used to seeing humans fuck humans, but we're not used to seeing goats fuck goats. Well, at least, yes, exactly. At least not us. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's not necessarily what we're saying personally. But it is actually kind of interesting because so the sculpture was in the in the art museum in Naples. And it was like mm. it's one of their most prized artworks, and they traveled to the UK a couple of years ago for an exhibition in a British museum. And the museum mm-hmm. put up um, a parental guidance notice with this oh, wow, sculpture. Yeah. But back back then in Greece, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't considered anything like scandalous. Huh, interesting. That the god was fucking a goat. <laughs> How yeah. times have changed. <laughs> How much more conservative we have gotten. <laughs> No goat fucking. Wow. <laughs> no goat fucking. This is, is that? It can't be the title for this episode. Not even I am going to do this. <laughs> no, you can't. Not even crazy me is going to say no goat fucking oh. for the title of this episode. <laughs> Anyways, though, maybe this is a good point to go to the next sculpture. <laughs> yes. Before, before we go too far. Um. Next sculpture is from India. It's actually like mm. a, a bunch and it's in, oh, let me not butcher this. It's Kacharaho Monuments in India. This is probably wrongly pronounced, but just state it here. And it's actually in India that did like the interior and exterior walls of temples. And this particular one is just tons of people fucking in different it's a constellations. It's orgy. And Full and not on. even just not even just like subtly <laughs> like they're having no. an aggressive orgy. <laughs> like dicks everywhere no in every yeah. opening of every person is being filled. 
they're being stuffed yeah for sure um yes. stuffed <laughs> i don't know we're at this point but um so the funny thing is that school um um scholars don't really know if this is supposed to be a depiction of tantric sexual practices or if it's a representation of karma, which is an essential part of cultural tradition. So it's either real people fucking or it's tantric yeah. instru- instructions. Oh, interesting. I mean, that makes it a little more acceptable. I mean, not that it's not acceptable. It's just kind I mean, of it's like... On temple. Well, they, it's on a temple. Yeah, exactly. It's pussy it's like, church. Oh my God, it's like basically pussy temple. It is is pussy temple. It's pussy temple. It's so close to what we're doing. I love it. See? (laughs) See? Oh my gosh. It was predestined to be in this world. Oh, yes. Oh my God. Anyways, those are actually pretty well done. Um, No, I'm impressed. Right? They're pretty, they're beautiful actually. And if, I mean, if explicit, but. Yes, yeah, I was no, a I'm pretty big fan of them actually. When they're very, um, <laughs> they're very flexible. Yes, they've <laughs> obviously been doing a lot of yoga. Obviously, a lot of tantric yoga, um, so they can do all these crazy moves. Right. Um, wow. So our next statue is from Bernini, and it's called the Ecstasy of Saint Teresa. Mm. And now we're in a little bit of a different space so it's the baroque era okay so saint Teresa is having actually like an orgasmic experience um but it's a religious experience which is basically right. pussy church again <laughs> exactly <laughs> well it's scholars and i think because it was the baroque era right it's like all like disguised and like in a religious like this angel is coming to her and like it looks like with an error like nearly shooting her or something and she is has like an orgasmic face <laughs> she has an orgasmic face yeah for sure so yeah people i mean don't it could really either know. be orgasm or if she's dead but <laughs> i know she looks like ter- a little terrified but it's like yeah, you know, know like the french the french word for orgasm is le, le petit mort like the little death oh interesting so in that kind of sense it could be like the the little death of saint Teresa when right the angel is getting her off or something <laughs> <laughs> is this oh like really gosh. bad to say <laughs> is <this> com- <laughs> oh, um anyways pussy church welcome welcome yeah <laughs> Um, but either way you know what I mean maybe she has like a mental orgasm a religious orgasm or just an orgasm it doesn't actually matter it doesn't matter right um, orgasm is orgasm I feel like exactly so (laughs) on that note next one Rodin the kiss sculpture Gian Lorenzo Benini is like a really famed sculpture sculpturist um sculptor he's a very famous sculptor anyway so this is actually a little bit different it's very interesting and he did a number of erotic sculptures actually during his career and the kiss and the eternal idol are the most famous ones Mm -hmm. um carved in marble and this is in the the last year of the 19th century the kiss was made and it's just and it's based actually this one is based on dante's inferno which is a story about two lovers who were punished for their lust and adultery um right so it's a very dramatic scene of two people yeah it, yeah they're both naked and just embracing and kissing um it's not like too overt like it's not too explicit 
Exactly. Naked, naked people kissing. So there's obviously that connotation there. But apparently there's, a, I mean, you can barely see that, but there's a little gap between their lips. And that's supposed to like show that they were interrupted and that it was like the scandal oh, that they were not, not supposed to be having this affair that they're having, basically. Right. Got it. Yeah. And the Eternal Idol, which I don't think I sent you a photo of, is a beautiful sculpture where a man is on his knees, basically like burying his head into her belly. <laughs> Just a few inches too high. <laughs> Mm, give me that belly kiss exactly just like go a little further down baby this is where the action happens um (laughs) this is why people get so confused you know about how to get a woman off because they see these sculptures where the man is like kissing the belly button oh i'm just kidding (laughs) did you come yet um Anyways, those sculptures are fucking beautiful. So don't listen to my crazy rants. But um, <laughs> he, I mean, those are just really romantic, beautiful moments between couples, I feel like. Yeah, it's not like too shocking <laughs> as not- opposed to <laughs> some future ones we're going to be looking at. <laughs> hey, you know, the sky's the limit. Um, So the next one that we're going to look at is erotic... Netsuki figurines. And finally, we're in Japan. (laughs) (laughs) But this is actually so interesting because this was actually... So traditional Japanese garments, you know, the kimonos and whatever, they had no no pockets. But the the men needed a place to store their personal belongings, like pipes, tobacco, money, whatever. Um, And so they had like little pouches. And um, in order to close the pouch, they had these little figurines. And they became like very artistic. And a lot of them became extremely sexual. (laughs) Extremely sexual. (laughs) So can you imagine? One is two guys fucking like he he has his cock deep in this guy's ass and, <laughs> and you can see <laughs> you can see um the guy who's being fucked reaching around and getting himself off like that's it's not it's not casual I mean it's not um, subtle at all it's not subtle at all and the these people were wearing that on their like on their purses. <laughs> yeah out of public they're just like look at those two dudes fucking like maybe this is literally nearly a sign of like what you like i don't know right maybe and yeah there's another one of a woman going down on another woman and the woman who's being licked has her hand where does she i can't even tell what's going on but (laughs) yeah you're like i haven't seen the sex move yet but it looks intriguing But like you can see her like pubic hair and stuff and the little tongues. It's anyway, it's very interesting. It's pretty graphic, especially for like carrying around on yourself. I think right, exactly. A piece of your clothing. Right, it's it's one thing if you have that hidden in your room. But if if I saw someone walking around the streets with it, I'd think it was awesome first of all but also like wow you're bold it's actually very funny so i got this shirt this is a kind of a beeline but um the girl who runs breakfast beast which is like a an erotic um instagram account with erotic art Mm -hmm. she was a guest in this podcast actually a little bit ago but she gave me a t-shirt that says pervert on the front and in the back there is two dinosaurs fucking 
and <laughs> and I was what? like, I was like, shit, I'm gonna wear this out, you know. So I wore this to the post office, which is very funny, and I kind of forgot that I'm wearing this T-shirt. And there's like this lady behind me, actually a couple behind me, and um, they're probably fifty, mm-hmm. and she like taps me on the shoulder, and she's like, "Excuse me, I have a question for you." And I turn around, she's like where did you get this t-shirt and i'm like oh shit and she's like we're really into dinosaurs (laughs) (laughs) so did the did this couple behind me at the post office have a dinosaur fetish okay and asked me where i got my t-shirt that's hilarious i couldn't even believe it and everybody listened right there's like 20 people in the post office they see the scene happening me with this pervert t-shirt and those two perverts behind me (laughs) (laughs) where i got the dinosaur fetish thing oh my god but so basically this is probably what happened um in japan (laughs) yeah like oh i'm into that i'm into that where did you get this little purse of yours (laughs) this little trinket oh so funny all right next one Next one, we're going to go pretty contemporary. And this is our last one for today. Jeju Loveland Sculpture Park in South Korea. And this is some crazy sculpture park. Oh, yeah. It's not just one (laughs) sculpture. It's an array of sexually themed pieces. That's... um, Yes. It's crazy. Good. It's crazy. Like, you can can walk through a trail just surrounded by these sculptures. (laughs) Absolutely. And like, absolutely. It was open. It opened in 2004. And um, so it's mainly known as Loveland. And it's focused on exploration of sex and blah, blah, blah. There's 140 public pieces depicting, you know, human sexual positions. And I actually posted one on my account like a while ago. And I didn't know that it was actually in this park until I was researching today. And the one that I posted is like, this guy, like this girl basically sitting on this dude's face <laughs> while he's like <laughs> lifting her up in the air, supported by his mouth, basically. I mean, fucking wow. amazing. Yeah, we it's interesting. Go. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, let's go when we can travel again. Um, True. It's interesting. At least what I'm seeing, like all, all the guys are just white and they have masks on and then the girls are bright colors and just kind of yeah the men are clearly and they're both enjoying it but they're doing very interesting sexual positions i mean it's so funny there's also um one of the sculptures in that park is a massive phallic shaped like well it's just a massive dick okay and there's Mm. (laughs) on the dick there's one female sculpture riding the dick but it's massive. The dick is like seven times the length of this woman's body. And then there's what? photos of the tourists that come in to look at the stuff sitting on the dick behind the chick. So there's like yeah, seven I, women. <laughs> I see that in the description. Like it says interactive genitalia shaped statues. Like interactive. Interactive. You People can like hop writing. on it. <laughs> you can take selfies on like huge dicks. Wow, that's amazing. If, if you want, you know, this is like <laughs> sounds right up your alley. Basically, <laughs> it's what I'm saying. I should go and just lie on top of a huge penis <laughs> for the enjoyment of us all. <laughs> yes, for sure. And 
now we're gonna go to confessions. Yes, confessions. Confessions. So, um, confessions is questions and sex stories from you guys and answers from us. Mm-hmm. And the first question was about sexting um, and DMs. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's- this is an interesting story. So, um, he was mainly asking, I think, about. What is the best way to send nudes with like discrete settings? How can you share pics? Like, what um, are the benefits? How, yeah, of t- sexting, which mm-hmm. I don't know. What yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, this is like technology talk, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in a time where we're all kind of se- forced to be separated, it makes sense. True. Yeah. So, um, Instagram has a, um, a neat feature where you can send a bomb. Which is a photo that the person can only view once. Yeah. And and Snapchat is similar function. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Snapchat has been used for sexting more than anything else in my opinion. Right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Who has used this for anything else? But um, yeah. So, I mean, those things are kind of nice because they disappear. And if somebody yeah, exactly. takes a screenshot, you're alerted. So Yeah. Which is nice. Which is nice. You can give people, obviously, just nudes normally, like through a DM or whatever. But um, I would recommend not showing your face. Absolutely. Do not show your face. Like, that's fun. That's like, I mean, I feel like nobody listens to us, but this is what we're preaching at Lucy Church all the time. (laughs) Don't send nudes with your face in it, man. Yeah. It's the smartest idea. But, like, I think these... If you're sexting with, like, a stranger online, just be a little bit careful because I think some people, like, are catfishing and shit like that. So, yeah, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's a hard, hard one to navigate, but could be yeah. fun. Yeah. I've never done it with, like, a stranger stranger. Have you? No. 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 Have you? I, I assume you've received a lot of dick pics through your account. No. I have, but um, <laughs> the good thing is that they're blurred. So in my message request, like the, all the images are blurred. Right. So sometimes I have to just like kind of look what they write, like what the note is with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because sometimes people just send me artworks. So it's kind of like hard to determine, you know, to determine. <laughs> I'm sure there's been a couple of times when you've clicked on it and been a little surprised. Oh, totally. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Unsolicited dick pics, man, for real. But they're yeah, no. but they're blurred. It's blurred dick pics, so that's like a good right. thing. That's um, good. Definitely better. I mean, literally, I just wanted to say this. I know this is so, I don't know, self, self-explanatory, but don't send unsolicited nudes to anybody. No. You know? Don't. Yeah. Don't send it to a girl. Don't send it to a guy. I mean... I'm sure most guys uh, care less than us, but um, right. It's just not, you know, like like figure it out first if that person wants to sex with you, and if they, yeah, and you can ask. I mean, I've been asked before. Can I send you something? I have something for you. Can I send right. it? You already fucking know what he's gonna send. <laughs> <laughs> I once got so surprised. The craziest dick pic I've ever gotten. I obviously was hooking up with this dude, so it's not like. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Nervous. I thought just some random person. <laughs> no, okay, he sent me. So I was driving, and it was over mm-hmm. Instagram, and I open it up at the stoplight or whatever, and it's a dick gif. Did he make no a dick gif? So the dick comes out of his pants and towards the camera, and I was. In the- 
I'm sitting in the car and it was screaming. I was like, oh my God, it's coming was it like at a me. <laughs> yeah. We had something like that. Yeah, yeah. It just like, oh my it kept gosh. on go- coming. Um, <laughs> ha, 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 ha. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> wow. <laughs> coming at me, quite literally. But um, yeah. it was so funny. I kind of. That's. The, I, I think that's like creative. <laughs> I like the move. It was like he was like revealing his stick, and it was like popping right. out of his pants. Oh I was God. just. I nearly thought I'm gonna have like an accident though, so I should have not opened this in the car. My <laughs> mistake. <laughs> I would have just been laughing. I told. I just told him. I was like, I nearly had an accident, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> no. No unsolicited um, nudes. I think. Like. It should be established that you want that or, yeah, don't just randomly send a picture of your dick or. Yeah. yeah. And for me, sexting, because he was asking a little bit about the benefits of sexting. I mean, for me, I've never really done it when I was not in a sexual relationship with somebody, because for me, it's like warming up or building up to us. Yeah, exactly. So, Um, um, but I guess now in our time of (laughs) COVID-19. Yeah, you have to start somewhere, I guess. But the meeting will be like really drawn out. So you start building up now. You have four weeks of oh boy insanity torture. I know. <laughs> Welcome to my life. <laughs> oh, you poor thing. It's all gonna be dick pics and I'm just kidding <laughs> and phone sex. <laughs> Woohoo! Woohoo! Well, I'll keep you updated on that one. <laughs> okay. Next question. I just started dating someone new, but he doesn't really go down on me. How do I tell him that I'd like him to do that? Do I have to teach him how to? Ooh. Um, All right. That's a, that's a difficult one. It I, is. T- I tend to not continue relationships where, like, there aren't reciproca- reciprocating pleasure. Like, yeah. if that's something that they don't, that's not important to them then the relationship doesn't normally continue but say you really like the person yeah and they're just not as attentive or just don't think about like oh that's something that you'd want or you're getting all your pleasure just out of being penetrated then i mean communication 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 is a normal thing like hey what if you i don't know yeah if you do that for me yeah i mean i think Granted, okay, it could be maybe he was dating somebody who didn't enjoy it as much because there's some girls right. who don't, right? And then he doesn't think that you would or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just like giving him the benefit of the doubt, right? But um, yeah. I think it's okay to be like, hey, I would love you to go down on me, you know? Yeah, And then exactly. see how he reacts. Right. And if he's like, uh, I don't do that, run, baby, run. Yeah, run. <laughs> Yeah, because if that's something you want and they're not willing yeah. to give that to you, like, then, yeah. I mean, for I me, that's really me. hard because this is really hard um, <laughs> or not. Um, I I love when somebody goes down on me. So for me, that would yeah. be a really rough one to, well, maybe not to navigate. I would ask, of course, and be like, hey, I really love this. Could you do this for me? And if he right. says, for example, what if he says, like, I just don't really know how to do it? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not confident enough. Yeah. But then yeah. you could just start telling them what you like and be right, like, exactly. okay, move your <laughs> tongue over my clit. 
mean, in a sexy way. <laughs> I know, obviously, not like this. But, I know, obviously. yeah. But I mean, I think you could just like slowly be like, okay, maybe, maybe can suck a little bit on it. Like you can probably teach him to like do it if he's because I'm sure if he ha- this person hasn't done this, we also don't know how old these people are, right? If he hasn't right, done it yeah. much, you know, you might have to go through the process of like teaching him to how to do it for you and how the way you like it. And maybe actually it will be the best ever because you taught him exactly how you like to be licked. Right. Exactly. Starting from ground zero. Um, yeah. <laughs> ground zero. <laughs> You're starting for not from ground zero. You're starting from zero. From scratch. Um, yeah. Yeah, totally. But you can like basically uh, make him into your perfect, you know, oral sex <laughs> god just by telling you exactly what you like. Yeah, so I I think kind of navigate that situation, see if he's willing to do it, or if he's just shy or doesn't know how. And but if if he's just straight up like, yeah, no, I don't do that, then I would move on. I think that's important for a lot of women. Women, if they if they enjoy that, that they they receive as much as they give, you know. I feel like it's just like it must translate in like every aspect of your relationship, right? If if somebody really doesn't give a shit about giving you pleasure, like let's say you say to him, hey, would you, I would love for you to go down on me. And he says, yeah. hey, no, I don't do that. Yeah. Then That's, I th- yeah. it's a bad sign in general because for me, if a partner asks me to do something for him that is not like maybe – you know, like cutting him open or something. I've done a lot of things for guys, you know, like just where's your limit? But like if somebody, I was, I'm, you know, the guy I'm dating, I think I was talking about this before on the podcast. He really likes his dick to be bitten like hard. Like hard. Like hard. Yeah. And it, it really tripped me out in the beginning because I was like, shit, I don't want to hurt you. But then we had right. a conversation about it and I just like communicated with him and was like, how much can I do this? Like how far can I go? And I think... If you just if you like to give somebody pleasure, this shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, that yeah. was an amazing day at Pussy Church. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we were able to connect even I without know. seeing each other in, in person. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a strange time, but we will be there for you guys. So um, yes, send us your questions. Tell us how the phone sex is going if you're doing yeah. it. Yeah. Or how you're just navigating the situation yeah. with your relationships or sexually or, yeah. That'd be super interesting, interesting to hear, for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, everybody, for coming. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And amen. Amen. Blessed be the pussy. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to the Pussy Church Podcast. You can find me at Tales of Laura on Instagram and make sure to visit my website, talesoflara.com, to subscribe to the show and sign up for my newsletter. If you like today's show, please, 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 please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It helps us keep the show going. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would be amazing too. See you next Sunday.